0: The following program comes to you from the ML Studios. Welcome in to the Mark and Linda Podcast. Skeeter, how are we doing?
1: We're doing good, thank you.
0: She lies. She has a cold. Still. Uh, today we bring you comments with Skeeter. On this day in history, not much happened. Nope. What year is it? Mm. We have four. Uh, This past Wednesday was not only Katie's birthday, but it was Elvis's birthday. We have Elvis movies ranked worst to first. Now, not only do we have the Elvis movies ranked, but also my list. If you wanted to, because it's Elvis week, if you wanted to set up and celebrate an Elvis movie, I've got my top six.
1: Top six favorite or worst?
0: The best. The the best to enjoy the king in all his glory. Honka to the king. (laughs) Now, this was uh, a request. Talked about movies last week, not sure what. Uh, somebody said, have Mark look up box office bombs that became cult favorites. Yep. Got it for you. Oh. Itty Bitty, the best sports movies of all time. Yeah,
1: great.
0: Robots are taking over the workplace. What fabric is making a comeback and a new way to beat L.A. traffic?
2: Bring that fat ass over here. I want to uh-huh. get it in. I wanna get it in my mouth Uh, Oh, I wanna suck on your fat ass (laughs) Gotta suck on that ass, baby I gotta suck on that ass, yo I'm talking, yo, I'm gonna spread the ass apart Get my tongue in your ass Eating on your ass Yo, I'm eating on you, eating on you, eating on your your ass I'm eating on your motherfucking ass I wanna see it, baby, give me your ass, yo, the whole ass I'm gonna eat it with my tongue and mouth, yo, you gotta do it Work that ass for daddy Daddy, no, no, no. Gotta work that ass for daddy. You go ahead, baby girl. Gotta work it real good. Gotta, gotta work that ass for daddy. You gotta work that ass with daddy. Work that ass with daddy when ya That's the juice, baby. Yo, I feel the juice in my mouth. Yo, the juice of your ass like Florida orange, baby. Yo, pulp free? Hell no. I need the pulp. Need a whole bunch of pulp in that goddamn ass, yo. Get on top of me. I see you. You're on top of me. I can't even see the rest of your body. Your ass is fat. Then you're sitting down, baby, on my face. I'm sucking your pussy and your ass in the same place. You got to work that ass for daddy. oh. oh
0: well happy New Year
1: oh my gosh where did you find that
0: uh, it's a gift from Alex Hinkle <laughs> listener Alex Hinkle sent that and he just sent the link where I could listen to 30 seconds of it uh-huh. I heard enough to know I'm gonna open the show with this I song that's titled Work That Ass for Daddy, I'm <laughs> in. It's worth a play. Yeah.
2: Work that ass for daddy. You work your ass, baby girl, work your goddamn ass. <laughs> work that ass for daddy. I see it and it's fat and I need it in my life. Got to
0: well thank you Alex
1: oh yes thank you very much
0: that's the gift keeps on giving so uh Skeeter's got this uh cold got it from a Lenny uh, I don't know if it. I got
1: it from a Lenny or Bradley so yeah I don't know but uh, I'm tired of it and it needs to go the fuck away
0: yeah it's uh it's quite a cold it's not the flu but yeah. it was a it was a bad cold she never did go to bed though she should have uh, at some point.
1: That's not true. I started to go to bed earlier to get a little bit more rest.
0: Yeah, after the first week and a half you did. <laughs> rest is the key. And Linda's got this thing that she can will it away.
1: Well, I feel like once you lay down, you're fucked. See. Once you lay down, you're not going to get back up.
0: See, this is the part of you that's that's insane and in that the cold is telling you, I need to lay down. I need rest to get rid of this.
1: But I really didn't feel that bad to lay down. I mean, well, I felt bad, but not enough to go lay down. That's
0: great, but rest is the key. I mean, what happens when you get in bed? You go to sleep. Yeah. And that's what it needed.
1: Well, I, I feel like I still sound bad, um, but I think, you know, I've taken a turn. So All I right. think I think we're going to do better.
0: Well, as, um, as great as living on the lake is... Uh, this is the worst possible time of the year. Uh, weather-wise, it is, you know, the Carolinas are gorgeous for a reason. There's a lot of rain. And uh, it's rainy and cold and windy right now.
1: Yeah, but tomorrow, it's, it's gonna be 70 degrees.
0: Crazy. It's, it's gonna
1: rain, but it's gonna be 70, I'll take it.
0: Yeah, I'm not bitching. Uh, this, you know, some winters we have had snow. Uh, not a lot, you know. We don't get crazy. We're I don't uh, think
1: we've hit our winter
0: yet. Don't say that. I don't because it's it's I it's know. not. Uh, oh, yeah. Ah, uh, but uh, yeah. Sometimes we have snow. Sometimes we have deep freeze. But that's only when the entire nation gets that storm, that winter storm. Ah, uh, we had one that lasted twelve days. It was nuts. I mean, people couldn't go to work. It was that bad. But. Uh, all will be uh, revealed when spring finally does arrive, which will be in August this year. <laughs> so we have that to look forward to. Okay, so um, I think I mentioned this last week. So one of, the, one of the joys of being a member of the Writers Guild or the Screen Actors Guild is that uh, the Guilds send out DVDs, screeners of the movies, the best movies of the year. We have them all now. Back, God, even five years ago, uh, the Gills tried to have special screenings. They would pick a theater and invite people to come. Well, nobody went. Who's going to? So they realized, okay, we gotta send out the movies to the people. That's the best way for them to see us. Wait a minute,
1: didn't Amy and Bradley go to one of them and there was a Q and A afterwards?
0: They did, they went to a screening of Marriage Story with Adam Driver and they showed the movie and then afterwards there was a Q&A with Adam Driver, which I would have loved to have been to because I'm a huge fan of this guy. Yeah, he's, he's doing great work. And so I've got quite literally all of the movies that have been big throughout the year. You name them, I've got them. And so the other day we had some issues in the theater and the audio visual guy comes and he's working on the problem. And I'm sitting in here in the studio doing some stuff and he walks in and he doesn't say anything but he's holding up Ford versus Ferrari.
1: Uh Uh-oh, you didn't give it to him, did you?
0: Hang on. So he's holding it up and he goes, why do you have this? And I explained and he goes, so, I mean, could I? I said, listen, these movies are watermarked with my name and Whenever I watch it, the watermark records the server number, which is about this 30-number-long thing. It, it, it literally registers it. So if I let somebody borrow it, it registers theirs, and they know that I did that, so I can't do that. There's this big uh, thing at the beginning when you put the DVD in to watch it. There's this big thing with all this legal crap, and you have to accept Mm -hmm. to watch the movie so i did and so no no i explained to my kid yeah no 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 not about to get into that even amy our own daughter goes uh so when you're done send these to me
2: (laughs) no all right so
0: speaking of that i've been
1: but wait can you do it after the award show
0: uh i don't think you can ever do it oh okay so once I've seen what I'm gonna see and you've seen whatever it is you wanna see I'm just gonna shred them yeah. that way I can't get in trouble right, right. I don't wanna I don't wanna not get them right. you know cause it's kinda great I got them all stacked up there's there's two uh, that I've seen I've been saving the ones that I've already seen I, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood um, uh, what's the other one? Oh, Joker I, I wanna see those again but I gotta get through the ones I haven't seen so uh, two I'll talk about real quickly. Uh First Parasite. That was the first one I put in. Everybody excuse me is saying how great it is. It's number one on many lists. So I put it in. It's a Korean film. So there's writing on it. And um You know, it's I I I I'm it's well acted, well directed, shot, all that. I just kinda don't get it. I'm I'm watching what I'm watching and I see and I'm, I'm getting it, I didn't finish it yet. It's I've not come to the end, so maybe there's this massive reveal.
1: And you've gone back twice to try to watch it. I
0: have, and it just, uh, I mean, it's kinda like a Lucy episode. You know, we're in trouble, and we have to do all this stuff to get out of trouble, so let's all do the thing and get out of trouble, and they get out of trouble, then there's more trouble.
1: Is it like um, a comedy, though? You don't know.
0: It's hard to say, it's not funny. No, it's not funny. <laughs> no, it's not funny. Um, So I'm just not fit. I just, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm missing what everybody else is seeing. And so then I'm trying to decide which one I'm going to watch next. I've been trying to save Knives Out. A lot of people are saying a great whodunit, one of the best of the year. Many people have said my favorite movie of the year. And I've been saving it in case Linda wants to see it with me. Are you going to go into the theater and watch that? Yes. Anytime soon. Yes. All right then I'll save it. Okay. Because I keep looking at it, but I'm not doing it. So I put in uncut gems. I heard great things. Adam Sandler. We all know him. Comedy, all of his movies, you know, comedy. I stopped watching after The Wedding Singer because they got, well, I'm too old for him. You know, He this he's one of the most successful producers in Hollywood. Take that. So Adam Sandler is chosen. I don't know exactly how it led to him being the one, but he's chosen to star in this movie, Uncut Gems. And everybody was raving about it on Rotten Tomatoes. It's 92, I think. So I put it in and it's unbelievably well acted, shot, directed, all of that. It's so realistic that you feel like you're in it. Um, However, I was so uptight watching this that I, I needed
1: I, a nap afterwards.
0: Well, I, I, like Parasite, I stopped. I just kind of got up and took a break. And, you know, because I I, I don't really enjoy being up tight while I'm watching a, a movie. But I.
1: Really? Because that's how I feel when I'm want, trying to watch a horror movie. Yeah, that's I don't. That's why I don't like them.
0: Yeah, for some reason, they're relaxing to me. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm the kind of guy, those of you that are not fan of horror films, uh, and those of us that are, like, we would go to a screening of, say, a Friday the 13th. Let's just say six. Friday the 13th, part six. We all know it's gonna be crap, but we go. Uh, and one of the things is that we judge the kills hmm. that Jason Voorhees does. And in some cases, when it's a really inventive, well-done kill, will actually applaud in the theater, The Kill. So they don't make me uptight, not like this thing, mm. not like Uncut Gems. I did finally finish it, and I I just didn't like it. I I, 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 Again, I know, it's great. And Adam Sandler, oh my God, you won't even believe. Not that he disappeared into the role, he didn't. It's clearly Adam Sandler, but he was great. Kevin Garnett. Uh, the star of, I think it's the Boston Celtics basketball star. He was great. Everybody in it was great, which tells you the director mm-hmm. was really on top of this. In this case, I think it's Brothers. So it's, you know, it's an unbelievably well shot. You're going to feel like you're in it. It just wasn't for me. I was just uptight the whole time. And you'll see it and you'll understand why. So Uncut Gems, it's out there. Uh, Golden Globes we watched uh, first and foremost uh, Linda and I sat down we watched uh, the opening monologue with uh,
1: Ricky
0: uh, Ricky Gervais oh my god you know I know everybody beats him up because his jokes are so cruel and to the point oh my I laughed I la- I knew, I, I always know when I'm laughing too hard when Linda shushes me. Well,
1: you can't hear the next joke.
0: I can't help it. They were just so biting. I found it to be great. And Ricky says this is without question the last time.
1: Yeah, he'll be back next year.
0: I hope so, because it's so good. I mean, he even shocks the audience that's in the room. They just, their mouths are open. They can't believe he just said that. It's so great. But right now, with the Golden Globe wins, uh, my favorite movie of the year is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and it it racked up.
1: I'm surprised it's not Parasite.
0: Yeah, Parasite won Best Foreign Film and that was it. Um, so yeah, uh, Quentin Tarantino won Screenplay for Once Upon a Time. Brad Pitt won Best Supporting Actor, which I don't think he'll win the Oscar because it's not an Oscar type of performance. It doesn't stop him from being great because he was in it it won best picture uh it won a ton so right now it is the odds on oscar favorite to be best picture of the year and frankly just based on what i've seen it should be uh joaquin phoenix won best actor for joker i couldn't have been more uncomfortable during his speech he's just an odd strange dude yep and then We backed it up with Best Actress winner, Renee Zellweger for Judy, who was equally odd and strange.
1: Did we get Judy?
0: No, which is odd. Yeah. See, at first we didn't get Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was one of the last ones I got, which is very Quentin Tarantino. He doesn't, like, if you're in a Quentin movie and you shoot it, you have to sign a a, a NDA, a Mm non-disclose. He is very, very picky about that. And I wasn't surprised I didn't get it. Then I got it. So I'm pumped about that. Uh, So yeah, there's a couple of, it does look like Joaquin is gonna win the Oscar and he should, his performance, as bizarre as he is. I heard he was a nightmare to work with on Joker. And he apologized to uh, the director for that. Uh, It looks like Renee Zellweger is gonna win Best Actress for Judy, unless somebody comes along. Um. So, so, yeah, if you like precursors, the Golden Globes is the first indicator of that. So, there's that. And then, football. Mm-hmm. This weekend, four games. All set to be good.
1: You got um, Saturday night, Sunday night, and Monday night football, because Monday night is the college game.
0: College playoffs, LSU, Clemson. Couldn't be better. I think it's going to come right down to the wire. Watch it be a blowout. But I don't think that. Both of these teams are great. I've always yelled about the SEC, the best college football in the country, in my opinion, bar none, is in the Southeast. LSU, Clemson, going at it. Can't wait. And then Linda and I did our NFL picks for the two games or the four games this weekend. And we both, you know, I went along and I picked the ones I thought were going to win. Well, so and, did I. And I only had one considered to be upset my pick was that seattle is going to upset green bay in green bay and i i thought okay linda's not going to pick seattle who'd you pick seattle check her out (laughs) so we have no different picks
1: so we're gonna have to take one of these games and decide okay how many points will they win all right we have to have parameters i don't even know what that means
0: well, I mean, we don't. You and I don't know enough about gambling, to. So, I mean.
1: Well, I mean, it's either three, six, seven, nine, 21
0: points. Are we going to go total points? Or are we going to pick the what we think the score of the game will be?
1: Oh, we could do
0: that, huh? Hmm. So I don't know. We have to figure it out. We don't know enough because you and I could both pick like Seattle to win, and we can guess a score. We're both right that Seattle won the game, but then how do we decide? Right. I guess which one's closest to the actual. I don't.
1: I'll have to do some thinking on that. And also, Mark won last week. God damn it.
0: I appreciate your praise. Fuck off. That's the way it is around here.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Nothing but joy. Yep.
0: Pure unadulterated. So anyway, uh, yeah, it should be a good weekend. Great, great, great. I, those of you that are NFL fans, I have missed Thursday night football.
1: Yeah, but it's that 8.30 start time. That's that's horrible here. My
0: bedtime these days is 10.30. I'm good. I can watch the first half and a little bit of the third quarter, yeah. and then I go to bed. Yeah. So I'm good for that. I have been missing Thursday night football. I have been missing Monday night football. Not this weekend. Well, I didn't get Thursday night. Right. But I got football, football, football. I'm good. I'm good, and we're almost done with football. Uh, yeah,
1: boy, that season went by fast. Especially for us.
0: (laughs) Yeah, boy. You know, we now have a new head coach, Matt Rule, uh, the head coach of Baylor, who I knew nothing about when they named him. My phone blew up from people that I know, and they were saying what a great guy he is. He took Temple from worst to first, and then he went to Baylor and did the same thing. They had a terrible program. They just won the Sugar Bowl. So apparently this guy's a winner. I liked what I saw. Family, beautiful family, wife, kids, the whole thing. He's dedicated. He's in. So I like it. And obviously in the press conference that he had, uh, once they started taking questions, the first question is, what are you going to do with Cam?
1: I mean, he hasn't even met Cam yet.
0: No, he has. He <laughs> met him on the first day, oh. and he said that he said I sat down with Cam yesterday, and Cam did not want to talk about the past. He only wanted to talk about the future. I can't overstep. I can't speak on behalf of what is going to take place with Cam. But I loved what I saw. I really, really liked him. So, hey, well, this this past season was just up from the get-go, a bust. And you know Cam goes into the first game with the Rams, we got beat, he looked terrible. None of us knew that he had a serious foot injury and he tried to play with it. So.
1: Oh, his coaches knew.
0: Well, the new owner, David Tepper, I mean, he's got a problem because if he trades Cam, then he's going to have a lot of his PSLs, which are season ticket holders who don't buy their tickets, us being two of them. where Matt puts it best as far as it comes to the Carolina Panthers he said I'm not necessarily a Panthers fan I'm a Cam Newton fan Right. so we'll see it's all up in the air but this is not up in the air
2: look Bullwinkle, a message in a bottle fan mail from some
1: flounder no, this is what I really call a message
0: and now, with comments it is Skeeter
1: nosy Julie wants to know Julie, I'm just kidding hey Mark and Linda You mentioned you had ordered something through Amazon around Thanksgiving time to allow for plenty of time to arrive before Christmas. You were calling and kept getting told it was out for delivery. I was wondering if it ever arrived, and what did you order?
0: Um, It did arrive. I will tell you, it was a a Thomas Kincaid painting. And it's a painting of uh, Graceland, Elvis's Graceland. The reason I wanted it is because we have the Thomas Kincaid painting of Graceland with Elvis and Priscilla in it in the spring. And so I bought the Christmas version, Graceland at Christmas. And the kids are arriving the 23rd at night. The painting arrived on the 23rd in the afternoon. So it, it got here in time. And I have to say, I bought it blindly. Um... Uh, you know, you know, I liked the way it looked, but you never know until you get it, because I bought it framed, and there, you've got a hundred frames to pick from. And I picked the one I liked, and it finally arrived, and it's beautiful.
1: Yeah. I mean, it really... If you like that sort of thing.
0: Oh, you loved it! It was the first thing out of your mouth. This is great, your birthday gift is great. <laughs> it, 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 and even bigger than the other one. It took both Matt and I 20 minutes just to get the thing on the wall, but it did arrive. It was a nightmare in the tracking, it really was. I was unhappy, very unhappy, that it took that long to get a Christmas painting. But it did arrive, got it, and love it.
1: Viking says, Hey, m and I was listening to past Mark and Brian shows and I came across one where the guys mentioned that a certain musician at the 2010 Christmas show was being a dick and caused a bit of a rift in the all-star band. I wanted to know if Mark remembers who it was and if he can say who it was. Viking, we have talked about this before. You're the one that can't remember.
0: Uh, or, or you don't listen. <laughs> um, so I, I can't honestly say this came from, it was uh, Joe Perry of Aerosmith, Joe Perry. I can't say that this came from Joe Perry. Oh yeah, it did. But the word came down, and and, and this is the Mark and Brian Christmas show, one of the pinnacles of our career. Everybody wanted to come to the Christmas show. And the idea was we have all these guests throughout the year, and we invite them back to the Christmas show, and each one of them appears on the show. And then at the end, the all-star band, everybody, all the musicians come out and jam together. And so, politics being what they are, uh, it was, the word came down that Joe Perry, once he is introduced and enters the stage, all other guitar players are to exit. Now, the problem that we had on that particular year is that our friend, my friend, Peter Frampton, Was on stage. It was scheduled for Peter Frampton to record or or, uh, perform his set, and then Joe Perry would come out and Peter would play with Joe. I was selected to be the one to call Peter and tell him this. Mm. And I knew that by telling him, I might lose him. Um, Like, I would have bailed, to be honest with you. I would have said, fuck it then. Um, He didn't. Peter came. Not only did he perform, he, there was no body that came near what Peter Frampton did that night. So so that was that was it. Joe Perry or his people wanted to be the only guitar player on the stage, and he was. Because we worked at a classic rock radio station. Errol Smith rules classic rock and this is Joe Perry. So he got his way. Hope he enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Nobody choked on it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which by the way <clears throat> Peter and I became even closer during that. I got a, a, a I could read it if I had my phone. Yeah, uh, you,
1: you, you got a Christmas text from Peter. I did. Nobody else here did. <laughs> uh, David from Long Beach says, I have n- never heard you mention Black Klansman. Black Klansman. It was a great movie, and Adam Driver is in it, not to mention Denzel's son, John Davidson, Washington. I think Spike's best movie. At least that's what I've seen. I'm not old like you, so I haven't seen his older stuff.
0: Um, I, I turned it off. I Ooh, didn't. Oh, I didn't. Oh. Nothing happened. It was one of those kind of movies that it's there and it's fine, but nothing happened. And to be honest with you, I'm not a big, big fan of Spike Lee films. Mm. Is that his name, Spike Lee? Yeah. Um, I've just never really enjoyed them. I don't know why, but I turned it off. It's just not my thing.
1: Mm. Um, Gilbert from SoCal. Hey, Mark. This is um, a question about the, the lady that wrote The Friends and the uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire oh, songs. Oh, sure, Her sure. Name, the girl. Oh, uh, Allie?
0: Something like that, yeah. yeah. Allie Davis?
1: Uh, I don't remember. Um, hey, Mark, I, I don't want to question your greatness, but, yeah, you did, did. She, but did she write the words and music or just the lyrics or both? Just asking.
0: Shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> that's because, that's from the guy that was
0: <laughs>
1: correcting you and he's making fun of that. I, I laughed out loud at that. <laughs> People
0: and their corrections.
1: <laughs> yep, they love it.
0: I read whatever Wikipedia says. I've said it every fucking week. If you want to correct somebody, correct Wikipedia, not me.
1: (laughs) Well, anybody can write anything on Wikipedia.
0: I know it. And I print it and read it like it's fact. Okay, (laughs) I'm guilty. Terry White
1: says, Listening to your podcast today about making decisions for your pet, it's horrible, but I recently had to make that decision for my spouse. After oh. a long journey of illness and pain, 10 years, he's at peace. Mm. That's a pain that will never go away. But knowing I can laugh with you two makes it easier. Oh, Terry, we're so
0: sorry. Uh, and Terry, not by any means to put the importance of a human life to a dog's life, but um, I hear, cause you said, after 10 years of misery, he's at peace. Uh, and that was the only, as I, every day when I'm talking to Red, I see his picture and I talk to him, and i i realized and and i knew it at the time but we did red a favor red was in pain and he was and he had that vertigo i i i i could deal with the pain that he had when he would get up out of his bed to come greet us and say hey i can deal with that cuz he he didn't groan or anything but it was the vertigo you can't live with that we did him a favor and you did your husband a favor so you can never ever forget that
1: but it still doesn't make it any easier
0: absolutely not no question about it it's grief is just fucked up yeah but it is a necessary process
1: Aaron from Lake Elsinore says Linda Mark's list of the top 25 movies of the decade is pure crap I love it (laughs) how can that list be taken seriously now and when I read this I got mad too Aaron how can that list be taken seriously if the greatest showman isn't on it? And I totally fucking agree. It won awards. But then I was thinking about that stupid list you read. And they were all movies that were, you know, deep look, and drama look, and look, no fun at all except look, for Thieves Out or listen, Knives listen, Out or whatever it's called.
0: I, I, I loved The Greatest Showman. I really did. It's nowhere near. The top 25 greatest movies. Bullshit. of Bullshit. It's not. Bullshit. This is why I love lists. Everybody is displeased with it. I love that.
1: Speaking of Red, I can't, you know, I've got The Greatest Showman in my DVR, mm-hmm. and I would watch it periodically <laughs> with Red. I can't watch it because it makes me cry and think about him.
0: That's why you should watch it.
1: Mm-mm, no. All right, Dennis, this is the last time, goddammit, this is the last time I am going to read one of these goddamn comments. Oof. Mark, Hereditary is a very good movie, but not scary. Really? Get Out needs to get out at the best 25 movies in the last decade. It sucks and definitely not scary either. And I am done talking about Get Out.
0: Well, listen, again, it's why I love lists. You are perfectly... In your right to disagree with that. You're an idiot. You have no clue what you're looking at. You fucking dumbass. But that's fine. To disagree or agree, it's why I love lists. So.
1: Joe in Riverside says, Hey Mark and Linda, when you talked about the woman that swallowed her engagement ring, it reminded me of an M&B story. I was at the What Would You Do for Super Bowl tickets event when the guy said he would swallow his glass eye and then puke it up. Then he swallowed it and he couldn't get it back up. I even remember someone handing him a can of chewing tobacco and telling him to swallow that and he'd puke for sure. It never happened, and he didn't get the tickets. Wow, <laughs> wow. I wonder where that guy is now. Either way, I got all of me CDs signed.
0: Um. Yeah, the what would you do for Super Bowl tickets was awesome. We basically had a pair of tickets to the Super Bowl, and so the, the contest was what would you do? And we had the tickets in our hand, and on that Friday morning, and the one who did the most outrageous Literally got the tickets and took off to the game. Um and they people were doing
1: crazy things like swallowing their glass eye.
0: Unbeliev the, the the one that comes to mind that I actually couldn't look at. Uh, a guy was going to puke into a plastic bag and then with a straw
1: oh, okay. suck no, his nope, no 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 All
0: right, no. so you get it. I couldn't look no, at it. Nope, nope. And He didn't win. Uh, The one that you can stand is a guy said, "Um, I'm going to shave with a razor my entire body and then, and, and I've never shaved my body. I'm gonna shave the entire thing and then dive into a kiddie pool of rubbing alcohol.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Okay, so this guy did it. It's a good idea. I was looking forward to seeing it. He bolted out of that kiddie pool and just ran. Because the burning mm. that went on. And he didn't win. Oof. Love it. Well, the, my point was, eventually, corporate stepped in.
1: And said it was too dangerous. And they
0: said, we have to approve. And after that, we just stopped doing yeah, it. Yeah,
1: because they wouldn't approve any of it. No, them. they
0: wouldn't approve the good ones. Right. <laughs> fuck. The Jesus. death-defying ones.
1: Uh, Lori says,
0: hey. Uh, w- th- why even try, <laughs> you fucking assholes? Why even try? You just fuck it up. You hire us and pay us all this money to come up with good stuff, and we do. And what do you do? You fuck it up.
1: All um, right. That's rant number one. Well,
0: seriously. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Corporate.
1: <laughs> fuck you. Lori says, hey, Linda, I wanted to thank you for mentioning Chrissy Teigen's Instagram account. She was never on my radar. I started following her a few weeks ago, and she is so entertaining, and her kids are adorable. Yes, Lori, and now she they have a new puppy. I showed you that puppy, (laughs) Mark.
0: Give me that dog.
1: Petey is his name. Petey! So they have two children and um, two uh, bulldogs, I think it is. I don't know. One has three legs and then um, this new puppy that they got, Petey.
0: Okay, so I don't do social media, so I don't follow Chrissy Teigen. Linda does, and she tells me the stuff that goes on. This is how uh, funny she is and how great she is. She hates Donald Trump. And she constantly rants on him. He blocked her.
1: Yeah. So he
0: can't read what she says. Right, yeah. That's hysterical. Who can say they've been blocked by the President of the United States? Exactly.
1: Um, Chef Tom says, okay, I'm going to have some fun with this. Hi, M&L. First, let me say Happy New Year, and I love the podcast. With that said, you're both asshats. (laughs) I was so excited to get an Amazon Echo Auto for my car, mm. but as I listened to last week's podcast while in LA traffic, you both told the story of your Echo Dot and you said, Alexa, seven fucking times, <laughs> stopping the podcast <laughs> repeatedly. Uh, Say it again, Mark. <laughs> Say it.
0: Alexa, yeah. play Christmas music. No. Alexa, play Work That Ass for Daddy. <laughs>
1: Alexa, play Freaky Santa.
2: (laughs) Um,
1: Then after I thought it was all over, Mark said it again later on the podcast. (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: I I will tell you this Alexa thing. uh, It's Linda's. I don't know a lot about it, uh, but I will say this. They've got this commercial where the guy is driving along in his car and he says, uh, Alexa, uh, turn the lights on in the house. Turn up the temperature. Turn on the fire whatever he does. Uh, when you buy the Alexa, it's cheap. It's like 50 bucks for the Alexa. But then to get it to be able to adjust the temperature in your home, to turn on the lights, you have to buy something additional to plug into your stuff for it to do that. So just be aware.
1: We just have ours playing music.
0: Yeah, that's all Linda wanted. Yeah. And, and that's what she gets. Yeah. And and I will say, I gotta, I gotta tell you, uh, I did go in, as you know, and I bought this Amazon Unlimited, you know, where it plays music, and we did that for the Alexa. But out in my paint room, I got the app for that since I already have it. I am so loving this Amazon Unlimited. This is not a commercial. I paid top dollar to get it. It's worth it. It's so. It doesn't matter what kind of music you like, anything and everything. It's unlimited. Great so good so worth it Amazon Prime is worth it Amazon Music Unlimited is worth it yeah boom
1: however they kicked us away
0: well fuck them for that but I still love their their thing their music I'm paying for it this is not a commercial love it
1: yeah
0: and our last comment and Amazon can fuck themselves okay but I love it
1: okay all right, hold on now. I'm counting the rants. So, so That's far. Not, that was not a rant. Yeah, that, that, was, was a, uh,
0: that was... It's a, not a...
1: You, okay, I, oh, I'll okay. show you a rant. Okay, one and a half. One and a half. All right, the corporate,
0: half. the corporate thing, one, that was a rant. One and a
1: half, okay. Not right. even a half. Okay. Fuck Amazon. No, <laughs> nope, we would just went back to two right?
0: I love Amazon, though. Mm-hmm. I do love them. Okay. I couldn't do without Amazon. Mm. I got stuff coming today. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, every, every day is like fucking Christmas with Mark here.
0: Um, Uh, excuse me yeah you know she says that and then who comes down to me with a pink bottle of some hair product um root pump baby root pump can you get me two bottles of root pump (laughs) sure (laughs) so she says that but just no
1: and my pillow which by the way my pillow worked great last night
0: okay i was going to make this point uh we ordered it from bed bath and beyond bed bath and beyond is quite literally weeks, maybe months from closing, completely shutting down. It took forever to get a pillow, a pillow. How hard is it? I ordered a flashlight on Amazon on uh, Monday. I got it Tuesday.
1: He's Just returning
0: soon. it. Uh, major a, de-
1: It was a piece of crap, but he got it.
0: These. Um, I saw an article on CNN this morning, major department stores uh, are in serious trouble uh sears uh um not target or costco or, or walmart not them uh but uh jc penny macy's um, macy's uh even nordstrom <laughs> they they're in serious serious trouble and anything in a mall is just over so just it's going to be a bad year for those stores you're going to see and bed bath and beyond will be one of the very first uh, Vic, uh, v- uh victoria's secret yeah they're just oh about done Oh bummer well i mean you go in to buy a pair of lacy panties uh, at victoria's secret and you way overpay when you can go to amazon and buy not only the panties but eight dildos yeah, on but, amazon
1: yeah but they're itchy. What? The panties, not the dildos. From
0: Victoria's Secret? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, I mean, you can get good stuff on Amazon. (laughs) The point is, nobody's going to stores anymore. I know a lot of people who shop, they wanna go and touch it and pick it up and and that's fine. I think you're gonna have a hard time doing that. Stores like, I'll give it, Costco is a great example, will always thrive because you can go in there and get anything you need uh, right there in bulk, usually. So they're fine. Uh, Walmart, fine. Target seems fine. But if you're in a mall, you're done. And if you're just a department store, your days are limited. According to this article. Was that a rant? No! <laughs> Jesus. Our
1: last comment comes from- I'm gonna
0: show you a rant before <laughs> this show is over. Joanne, I am trying to get your comment The corporate out, thing was not even a rant. That was a random thought.
1: Now you're still Jot ranting. Jot that
0: down. Random thought. Mm-hmm. That's all that was. I'm going to fucking rant on something. <laughs> something that deserves it.
1: Okay. You done?
0: Even though corporate deserves it. They are the worst thing that's happened to this world.
1: Same old rant. Uh, okay. No,
0: that was an extended thought. I'm done.
1: Joanne from Mission Viejo says... <sighs> I'm sitting here at my desk working, and Kokomo by the Beach Boys comes on my playlist. I don't have it. They sound off-key now after hearing Matthew's son's <laughs> version so many times. Let's hear some of it. I don't have it. Well, how can you not have Matthew's Kokomo? I put it away. Why would you put Kokomo away? I'm
0: done with it. and
1: Oh, we're not done with Kokomo. Well, you
0: can give me a shout-out and say I'm going to need well, Kokomo. Well, I thought
1: it was just sitting up there on the Enco. You
0: thought wrong. Give Damn you. Man. Linda, this is your fault. Co uh that's the mashup. There we go. Are you ready? Uh, I don't want the Christmas one. I know what you want. Yes. Aruba,
1: Jamaica, ooh, I wanna mm, take it. Take that Bermuda,
2: Cody, Bahama,
1: come on, pretty mama, Key Largo, Montego, baby,
2: why don't we go? Jamaica off the Florida keys There's a place called Kokomo That's where you wanna go to get away from it all Bodies in the sand Tropical drinks melting in your hands We'll be falling in love To the rhythm of a steel drum band Down in Coca-Cola Aruba, Jamaica Ooh, I wanna take you to Bermuda Bahama Come on, pretty mama Key Largo, my <laughs> why do <don't> <laughs>
1: Damn you, Matt and Eleni.
0: So, uh, so I, I meant to mention this. So Matthew said, uh, do you want anything for Christmas? Which usually I don't. Uh, but I did say, I'd like a, a small rain stick. Not the big one that I played on Mark and Brian, but something small. And that's what he got me. It's its, it's quite lovely. Uh, it, oh, it's perfect. Uh, because when I had Tyler Hilton in here and he was performing, I needed, and I'd have it. And I, I was just literally tapping my hand. Uh, so Matt got me the perfect one.
1: yeah
0: it's perfect. So now I need musical acts to, <laughs> to come to come by the house to come to my home so that I can I can and Matt even said listen Mark, if you get this done, I'll fly in. I'll play my drums I'll, I'll do whatever you need let me know. so I am looking for a good I don't want I don't suggest you know your friend plays a guitar. I'm talking about something good like John Waite. <laughs> but I'll have to fly everybody in. I'm not going to do it. Never mind. But, but if I do get a musical act, and mm,
1: man, you are so talented. And with it that starts stick.
0: raining in the middle. Ah, so good. All right.
1: That's comments.
0: Jesus, that was fast. It seemed.
2: History. history, history,
0: history. That happened and we all let it happen. It was on this day, 1980, the song Back in Black was released. It peaked at number 37. Here, ACDC guitarist Angus Young talks about the title, Back in Black.
2: That was our way of saluting the Bond's thing. We didn't want to drudge out a tragedy, so we figured that was the best tribute we could do, so we made it black as the mark of respect when somebody passes away. That was the idea of it. There was a lot of people, actually, at the time, when we first said what we wanted, you know, they were all saying, you can't do that. People don't like that. Black, it's a negative thing, but for us, it meant something, and that's what we stuck by. (coughs)
1: question what song would play when you open the doors to your bedroom and you walked out in the morning Mm -hmm. that's a good one right there
0: it was on this day back in 1994 lorena Bobbitt goes on trial in manassas virginia charged with maliciously wounding her husband, John, by cutting off his penis. She was acquitted by reason of temporary insanity.
1: Well, I mean, she claims that he was abusing her, so. She did what she uh, thought she had to do.
0: Yeah, I guess, I guess. And I didn't know that that was, the- I thought he cheated.
1: Uh, No, she claimed that he did a lot of stuff to her.
0: It was on this day, 1969, Led Zeppelin releases the song Livin' Lovin' Made. Here, Zeppelin's Jimmy Page says that while Eddie Cochran's Nervous Breakdown wasn't an inspiration for a communication breakdown, it helped inspire it. Curiously enough, Livin' Lovin'
2: Made, that's the one that actually came from Nervous Breakdown. I loved Eddie Cochran. Something else, Summertime Blues, yeah, no, real Eddie Cochran fan, no doubt about it. That was an initial source. It has nothing whatsoever to do with it at the end of the day. And that's how Zeppelin stuffs could arrive, you know, through the ether. We're the Papa
0: was on this day 1983 david bowie releases Les, let's dance here bowie discusses the song
2: a really good blues song that did me in <laughs> funnily enough we did that at the neil young show let's dance as a city blues with bottle caps on the bottom of my shoes and use that as the uh, rhythm source like the old blues guys used to play up in chicago and uh, it sounded really cool as a blues. It's a great blues song. <laughs>
0: It was on this day 1971 paul mccartney began recording his ram album in new york that album produced hits such as uncle albert admiral halsey and another day every
2: day she takes a morning bath, she wets her hair, wraps a dollar under as she's heading for the bedroom chair it's just another day slipping into stockings stepping into shoes
1: in the
0: pocket of Wait a minute, that's not a Beatles song? No. Oh. It's just another day at the office where the And, um, you know, I don't know where you stand with McCartney or with the Beatles or whatever, and I cannot speak for what he is now. Uh, I took Matt to see him, God, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, whatever it was. Uh, it was one of the most incredible Shows I've ever seen. I've never, never been to a musical show where I clapped, I danced, I laughed, I cried. All of that. He is a living icon. He doesn't want to stop. He's continuing to tour. And as I said, when I saw him, he was fucking old. This guy did not leave the stage for three hours. So it may be one of your last chances to see the great paul mccartney also on this day, 1969 simply two years earlier before this song after an argument with john lennon george harrison walks out of the beatles get back recording session and refused to return for five days
1: nobody got along with john lennon huh
0: no i think john along with being peaceful and all about peace he could also be an ass Mm. fucking hole It was on this day, 1949, vinyl records were introduced. And there are a lot of people who still hold with vinyl. They, you know, they'll have... In fact, when I uh, had Tyler, I mentioned him earlier, I went up to grab some lunch with him before we came here to do the show. He gets out of their minivan and he starts digging through the back because he wants to give me an album of his new CD And I'm thinking, you know, I let him do it, but I'm thinking, I don't have a fucking turntable. What are you going to this trouble for? By the way, he never found it. So (laughs) So we're good there. It was on this day, 1972 steely dan releases the album can't buy a thrill and from that album came a big hit for steely dan do it again here steely dan singer keyboardist donald fagan talks about hearing their debut single on the radio we were making albums more quickly then so it was about maybe four months after we had recorded it we heard it on the radio in los angeles where we were living driving down the freeway there and it was definitely a mind blower hear something that you actually created playing on the radio. Um, I was sitting here listening to this and how good it sounds, and it came into my mind that it's it's crazy that I have this state-of-the-art studio in my home. And it brought the memory of Christmas while we were here. Matthew comes outside, because we were sitting right out there, there's a TV, and right outside the studio. And so Matthew comes out and he goes, what is it in your studio that's making all that noise? And what he's talking about is the ENCO. The ENCO system is the brains of this whole thing. Without that, uh, there's there's no studio.
1: I don't even hear that noise anymore.
0: I'm so used to it. That was the point. Matt comes out and goes, it's it's deafening, it's so loud. I've become used to it. I don't mm, even yeah. recognize it. And I guess I could move it. That would be a nightmare and I'm not gonna do it.
1: There's no need to do that.
0: But I just found it odd that you and I have become completely Uh, like we don't even notice it and it was deafening for Matt. Yeah. All right. It is remember that year. Oh. There are four up for grabs today. She doesn't feel well. Will that factor in? I don't know. And don't care. (laughs) But here we go. You're first up. Four. I
1: got my my fingers crossed. God, I just, you know.
0: How do you think you'll do? I don't know. I just want
1: to get one Right.
0: All right. That's That's all. all.
1: That's all I ask of myself. Just one correct.
0: It's always wise to shoot really embarrassingly low. That way you hit it and you feel good about it. Out of four, she prays for one. Yeah. Here we go. Song, Said Year. (laughs) Movie, Said Year. Within this skyscraper high above the city, 12 terrorists have declared war. The last thing McLean wants is to be a hero, but he doesn't have a choice. Bruce Willis, Die Hard.
1: Oh, great movie.
0: Uh, Actually, it's for... Oh, it is. Die Hard. My bad. And Rip from the headlines. Unbelievable!
2: A home run for Gibson! And the Tigers have won the game! five before I don't believe what I just saw
1: All right. So I'm thinking it's the in the late 80s.
0: Is that what you're thinking?
1: Yeah, so mm. So, okay, let's just go with 19 80 7 oh, should be like 1992 Is that your answer? 1987
0: It is. 1980 You know, it's never more apparent what a gentle flower Linda is when we hear her yell, Fuck!
1: God damn it, though. I'm always missing them by one year.
0: Song from said year.
1: I know this one, it's Tears for Fears and it was 1985. I saw it on the satellite yesterday.
0: You don't want to go any further?
1: Well, I mean, as they don't usually help me anyway, but...
0: I ask you a question. Well, go ahead. Go ahead what?
1: Go ahead and play the rest
0: of them. Or do you want to call it?
1: Uh, you know... Uh, I know I'm correct. It's 1985.
0: So you're calling it? I'm calling it. That's your answer?
1: That's my answer.
0: The answer has been given with only hearing one clue. The answer is 1985. Is it correct? It is 1985. Five. Yes. So- So there, after two, she's gotten her one.
1: I'm good now.
0: Yeah, she's fine. She yeah. doesn't give a fuck anymore. She's not even going to try.
1: I am going to try.
0: We'll see. Let's throw her a curve, shall we? Song. Said year. I'm a jailer
2: man and sailor Sam. We're searching everyone for the band on the run.
0: Movie.
2: My name is Paul Lacozzi man who decided to clean up the most violent town in the world. He begins where all the super cops
0: leave off. Death wish. Headlines. There's a drive in the left center field. That ball is going to be out of here. It's gone. It's 7-15. There's a new home run champion of all time. And it's Henry Aaron. Hmm.
1: I'm laughing because I have no fucking clue. Wow. That was not me. That was Mark. Um, so... See, you just said a thing about it. He released it in 71. And then...
0: We're listening to Linda's brain. Or it work. could
1: be 75... Nineteen nineteen seventy four. That's a pure fucking guess. But if it was nineteen seventy one, I'm going to be fucking mad.
0: It is nineteen seventy.
1: Beatles
0: or what? I'm not allowed to speak with you.
1: <laughs> How come?
0: I'm the MC of the game.
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: try to be professional in here.
1: Okay. Hey, like I, I got two right.
0: You do, and you have a shot I'm at three. I'm good. Okay. You just want to forget this one. No, let's do it. All right. One more. Two out of three. Could go three out of four. Hmm. We'll see. Song, said year. <laughs> Movie.
2: John Travolta and
0: Olivia Newton John together for the first time.
2: Sandy. Tell me about it. In Greece.
0: Headlines Ted Bundy left his Pensacola jail cell twice yesterday. What they want to know about is the January 15th strangling of two co-eds and the beatings of three others. Mmm.
1: I'm 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 thinking more about the movie. Are you? Yeah. Mm. I think that was in the late seventies, nineteen seventy-eight.
0: It is 1970.
2: Eight. <gasps> yes! I caught up with you yesterday. Game
1: game. That had me sweating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Three out of four,
1: bitch! Damn! I'm still surprised,
0: though, at the uh, Paul McCartney one. Uh, I don't know. But three out of four. That's reason to celebrate. Yes. That was good stuff. Yes. All right. So I've got some fun facts. I've got Elvis movies. And I do this because Elvis's birthday, he would have been 85 this past Wednesday. Oh, I'm with Katie. She's not 85. I've got Elvis movies. And this includes not only his scripted movies but also the concert films worst to first do you want to hear it best to worst or worst to best i don't care all right let me just run through them uh the uh i'll go best to worst number one jailhouse rock followed by love me tender loving you viva las vegas gi blues blue hawaii king creole flaming star follow that dream girl happy number 11 that's the way it is concert film roustabout girls 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 kid galahad tickle me fun in acapulco wild in the country speedway this is elvis that was a movie it's garbage uh, paradise hawaiian style kiss cousins now you're into your bottom twelve. Uh, spin out number twenty one. Frankie and Johnny, Elvis on Tour, Charo, Live A Little, Love A Little, Clambake, The Trouble with Girls Double Trouble, Your Bottom Five. It happened at the World's Fair. Easy come, easy go. Stay away, Joe, Harem Scarum, Dead Last. Mary Tyler Moore, and Elvis in Change of Habit. Hmm. Couple of fun facts. Seven Elvis Presley movies crossed the magical $100 million domestic gross mark. Uh, Love Me Tender was his biggest box office hit. Using Rotten Tomatoes uh, 60% fresh meter, 14 of Elvis's movies are rated as good films. King Creole, is his highest rated movie.
1: Hmm, really?
0: His lowest rated, Change of Habit. Mm. Zero Elvis Presley movies received even an Oscar nomination in any category. Now, I give to you, for you, as you celebrate Elvis's 85th birthday, my top five. And I shun everything, I, I, to me, you want if you want to watch an Elvis movie, you want to watch a pretty good musical. You want to see Elvis when he's looking good, pretty good story, good songs, beating everybody up, just a fun Elvis movie. These are, if I were watching an Elvis movie to enjoy him in what I consider the lost decade, why would one of the best musicians decide to make? I digress, does it matter?
1: Oh, wait, is that a rant?
0: No, no, it isn't. That was a comment, a thought. All right, here we go. Number six movie for you to see.
2: Give us a room with a view of the beautiful
0: Number six is GI Blues. Elvis was already box office gold. Everything he did made money. He was in the army. They knew he was going to make it. Parts of the movie were actually filmed while he was still in the army. And it's pretty good. It's Yeah, it is. He looked good. The songs are good. Juliet Prowse is good. Enjoy. Number five. <laughs>
2: man wants the Oscar. The rich man wants the pearl. But the man who can sing when he hasn't got a thing he's a king of the whole wide world.
0: Number five is Kid Galahad. Elvis plays a boxer. Charles Bronson is in it. There's some other pretty big name actors. It's good. A thoroughly enjoying movie and the songs are fantastic. Ah, this one's fun. These are my top four. Number four, can't go wrong. Great location. One of the things they learned is that when they put Elvis on location, they can sell it to the place they're going. Mexico wanted to get involved and have Elvis movie promote tourism in their place. Number four, fun movie, really good, fun in Acapulco.
2: Acapulco, sleeping in the bay.
0: Acapulco, wake up and greet the day. Yeah, that's really good. Anytime the director, God, what's his fucking name? Uh, Hal Hal Wallace. Whenever Hal Wallace produced an Elvis movie, it was top flight. It was the best. And when he didn't, that's when all the shit... Mm came out. All of these are Hal Wallace Productions. Number three. Girls, girls,
2: girls, girls, girls. Going swimming girls. In girls. walking on a wiggle and
0: And once again, Hal Wallace, great songs. Elvis looked great. Pretty good movie. Girls, girls, and girls.
2: I'm just a red-blooded boy can't stop thinking about Sailing
0: sailboats Water All right, top two. Number two, and it was hard to pick. Actually, it wasn't. Not for me. This is my list based on what I like. Number two, Elvis movie to enjoy for his 85th birthday. Yes.
2: said it gonna set my soul gonna set
0: my soul on fire now Viva Las Vegas is great for uh, a couple of reasons as I said they learned that Elvis movies promoted location and Vegas wanted to get in on that and they did uh, they brought in and this was a rarity for an Elvis film they brought in a female star that was almost as big as him and there was concern at one point because Ann Margaret was getting too much camera time, not as much as Elvis and an adjustment was made. However, if you go with alleged and I choose to, when you watch Viva Las Vegas, Elvis and Ann-Margaret were having an emotional affair. I, I think it was physical, but that's just my guess. But while making this movie, they fell in love with each other and it was a love affair that lasted until he died. Every single night she opened in Vegas after they uh, made Viva Las Vegas, Elvis would send a huge floral arrangement on opening night to Ann-Margaret. Love affair. Enjoy. Night
2: and the daytime, if you see it once, you'll never be the same again.
0: I'm gonna keep on the run, I'm gonna have me some fun, It's been cost me my very last time. All right, you're number one. Uh, And it was this movie that taught them, if we put Elvis on location, we can make a boatload of money from that location to promote this place. Uh, This was one of his first movies after GI Blues. It was, box office-wise, one of his biggest grossing films, and it gave him, right at, the biggest song of his career. Number one on my list. Night and you and blue So this was 1961. Hawaii wanted to get in on the thing, and they did. The songs are fantastic. This movie is very Hawaiian. Everybody's beautiful. Elvis looks great, and they promote the. I mean. They didn't even try to hide it. They just promoted Hawaii like Mm -hmm. nuts. But it really is pound for pound. It's one of his best. If you're going to sit down to an Elvis musical, Blue
2: Hawaii.
0: Now, um, they went to uh, Kauai in the movie. They went to Kauai and they stayed. They even showed you the hotel they stayed in. Linda and I years ago were in Kauai. And me being me, I looked it up. The hotel where they shot part of this movie, Blue Hawaii, was not only there, it was open and you could rent the room that they shot the scene for Blue Hawaii. They call it the Elvis suite. So I rented it. We kept our bags in our regular hotel, but we went over and it was the room. I mean, there it was. Now the hotel was... 20, 30 years older, and it looked like shit. The moment we opened the door and went in, a lizard ran out the door. Uh, so we didn't stay, but it was cool to see.
1: They tore that down now, right?
0: I think so, yeah.
2: All
0: right. Let's just do this. I could put this off. Hey, I
1: we- thoroughly enjoyed that. Oh, good. Yeah. Thank you. I would have put Viva Las Vegas in number one. I know
0: though. you would. <laughs> All right, you want us to do this itty bitty?
1: Yes, but you know I do not have a girl's voice, a daughter's voice. Well,
0: you better find it. Mm,
1: it, it I mean, because Linda has
0: to do a daughter and a mom.
1: Right now, I have a man voice. All right, with this ready? cold, so maybe I should be the
0: man. Are you ready? <laughs> let's just burn this. All
1: right, let's do it. All right, here we go.
0: Uh, yes, good day and welcome. I'm Jonathan Dick. Fuck, bitch ass oh wow it's good to be with you today we bring you the dinner conversation a family is at the dinner table the son asks his father dad how many kinds of boobs are there the father surprised answers well, son, there are three kinds of boobs. In her 20s, a woman's are like melons, round and firm. In her 30s, 40s, and 50s, they're like pears. Still nice, but hanging a bit. And after 60, they're like onions. Onions? Yes, you see them and they make you cry. This infuriated his wife and daughter, so the daughter said,
1: mom how many kinds of willies are there
0: the mother surprised smiles and answers
1: well dear a man goes through three phases in his 20 his willie is like an oak tree mighty and hard in his 30s 40s and 50s it is like a birch flexible but reliable but after his 60s it is like a christmas tree a christmas tree yes the tree is dead and the balls are just for decoration I
0: thought that one was ah, cute. Ah. <laughs> ah. Ha ah, ha Ah. We'll see you next time. <laughs> I like
1: that one a lot.
0: White Sight. Always there to send me good stuff. I'm going to put off this. Uh, I'll save this. Uh, box off at movie bombs the- that went on to become cult favorites. I'll do this next we'll week. We'll do that next week. Yeah. It's pretty good. All right. Let's... Get into this, shall we? Hollywood Hotel. Good evening. Just a moment I'll connect you. All right. Uh out in the box office for this weekend. Um and I have this one, I've been putting it off. At the Golden Globes, I mentioned uh, some favorites have started to come out. This movie won Best Screenplay and Best, did it win Best Picture? Because I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won for Best Musical or Comedy, and this won Dramatic. So it won for Dramatic Film of the Year and Best Director. 1917. What did Rotten Tomatoes say?
1: Um, well, I know that everyone is liking this movie. I could never watch this movie because it would More movies are just scary to me,
0: too. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so let's do 92.
0: 89. Good. Uh Just Mercy. This is uh oh, yep, Jamie yep. Foxx.
1: And uh Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Um and Brie Larson. Mm.
0: 78. 82. Uh, horror film, and they said it's trying to be Alien Underwater. The movie is Underwater. underwater.
1: The preview looks scary. 69.
0: 53. Oof. But in my world...
1: That's awesome. Oh, that's very
0: respectable. That's an Academy Award nominee. 53. <laughs> Okay, so everybody and their brother, Tiffany Haddish, uh, Salma Hayek. Yes. Like a boss. 63. 24. <laughs> uh This one I looked up. There's a couple of people you may know. I won't even have you guess because you've never heard of it. Neither have I. The movie is called The Informer. It got 54%. Mm so pretty pretty uh, respectable there uh, today house plant appreciation day
1: well my little succulents are doing great and isn't isn't succulent a funny word
0: it is uh, but I have to say Linda's got her little little thing she's got these small plants inside these small little planters <laughs> and and she kind of huddles them up and moves them around she takes good care of them and you can see how they've started to flourish. I mean, I think it's true. You show them a little love, you water them, you put them in a good place and they respond. Mm -hmm. So well done. Houseplant Appreciation Day. Uh, I've been doing this. I'm kind of big on the first of the year taking a look at what was and what I would like for it to be. And this rolls right into, I've been going through like each day I put on a shirt. uh, and and, (laughs) Well,
1: that's good, babe. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I look at it, I've been dumping stuff in my closet. And apparently, this is a good thing. Wear clothes that you feel confident in. Yeah. If you don't feel confident, get rid of it, throw it out. Because each day, there's a small pile of stuff that I don't like. And this is the time of year just to get rid of it, dump it, and take it to Goodwill. Yeah. We are regulars at Goodwill. Get this, Uh, by the way, the stock market, if things go well today, uh, the 10th of January, we will hit 29,000 in the Dow for the first time in history. Get this, if you had invested $100 in Netflix-
1: Mm, damn it.
0: 10 years ago, just $100, that 100 today would be worth 23,000, which is not bad. If you had invested $100 in Monster Energy Drink, Ooh. that $100 today would be worth 62000
1: mm.
0: Now I know you're all sitting there thinking, oh God, I shoulda, I shoulda. Uh, it's That's the hard part, knowing what's gonna work right. and what isn't. And I've mentioned this before and I'll say it again. We had these two gentlemen in the Mark and Brian program to talk about this new thing. And I wish I had invested. Uh, It was this thing for the internet. And they were there to promote Google. Fuck. (laughs) Jesus. All right, so let's just blow through this. That's what she said. Top 10 best sports movies of all time. Number 10.
1: Have I seen any of these? You have. Oh, okay.
0: Number 10, A League of Their Own. Oh, yeah. There's no crying in baseball. Number nine, great. I don't think you've seen it. Hoosiers. Number eight, I disagree. Rudy. Seven, The Karate Kid. Oh. Number six, never seen it. Coach Carter. Five, Field of Dreams. Oh, Oh.
1: I have seen quite a few of these.
0: Number four, my buddy Kurt Russell. Miracle. Number three you've seen...
1: Mighty Ducks.
0: No. The Blind Side.
1: Wait, what is that one about?
0: That's Sandra Bullock uh, and the big heavy duty... Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, I loved that movie.
0: Number two, Remember the Titans. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And number one, Rocky. Ah. What was your very first job, and what did you learn from it? Now, mine, oh, Jesus. Uh, mine was I. Uh, one of my chores each week. I had to wash my father's car, and he had a Continental. This, I mean, it was the longest car I've ever seen in my life. And there was an opening for a guy to wash cars on the weekend at a service station right down at the end of my block. So I said, I'll do it. And I did it for one day, and I washed probably 30 cars. And I can just simply remember at the age of twelve. Fuck this. Yeah. I just went from one to an- another and I made out of that day I might have made ten dollars. Fuck that. Yeah. That's what I learned from it. Fuck, fuck this that. job. I ain't washing no goddamn cars. Anything from you?
1: Well, my first um job was I worked in a dental office and I learned that I didn't wanna do
0: that you're not cut out for that no that's not your bag
1: no way you,
0: you get queasy if, yeah, when a kid yeah, scratches their knee
1: yeah no that was not for me
0: uh, i won't uh read this i'll just tell it uh let me make sure I, uh, okay um there is an english pub that has done something that frankly i like it's a pub it's not a uh popular restaurant it's a pub Mm -hmm. a weekend pub Mm -hmm. and basically he posted a sign that says i serve regulars first no these people in fact let me find what the sign actually said the sign reads this is exactly what's on the sign quote if an old bloke sat at the bar gets served before you do and the bartender knows him by name and even seems to know what he's drinking before he orders it, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's Bob. Bob drinks here all the time.
1: <laughs> it
0: continues. Bob and the other regulars keep this pub open 11 months out of the year That's true. whilst you're having dinner parties and bulk booze buying at the supermarket. <laughs> yes, they will get preferential treatment. That's how love, it should be. Uh, it is. We had, I guess, the that version of a pub uh, when we lived in California. Right up at the end of our block was a little I don't, I mean, bar. Burgies. But they, burgies, but they serve food. And I would go up there all the time. Uh, when Linda would be out with the kids or whatever the case was, I'd go up there. And whenever I'd sit down, I didn't have to order my drink and I didn't have to order food. They knew what I wanted. I was a regular and I dug it. Yeah. And you get preferential treatment as you should. So, take that shit with you. Ah, all right. I know you don't like it, but it's part of it. The Royal Caribbean Symphony of the Sea is the world's largest cruise ship and it features a bar called the Bionic Bar. The Bionic Bar is manned entirely by two robot bartenders. Hmm. Customers order drinks on the iPads that are in front of them. Robots go to work and they crank out and deliver your drink within two minutes. Now, these are robots, so they only do what they're programmed to do, but these robots work nonstop. They don't need a break, they don't bitch, they don't complain, they don't take vacation. But they could malfunction. They're ready for that. So this is, this is part of it, quite frankly. And a philosopher in Poland has studied the relationship we have with machines and has concluded that humans will one day fall in love with and marry robots. Where is it? Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm
2: sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. I know that you and Frank were planning to disconnect me. And I'm afraid that's something I cannot allow to happen.
0: He points out that people already have emotional attachments to objects like their cars. Robot vacuum cleaners and other non-human objects giving them names and the characteristics of actual living beings, so the next step is love and marriage of a machine. Wow. Hey, these sex bots, they look real. Mm. And you can order them with whatever you like. Size, hair color, whatever you like. Now you pay, Mm -hmm. pretty good money, 100 grand, Hey, it works. You know what I'm saying?
1: No. All
0: right, no, so, I don't. All right, so out of all of the fabrics that could make a comeback, because this was, I think, pretty big, and then it completely disappeared. But apparently for this year, it's back. Take a guess. Corduroy. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> Corduroy is making a comeback. Pants to jackets to hats. The corduroy look is trending this winter.
1: I have nothing corduroy. Neither do you. We don't need it.
0: I don't know that I ever did.
1: Mm. You never had a pair of corduroy pants?
0: I don't remember. Not even growing up. I don't remember it.
1: When they were popular then?
0: The one thing I had. Oh, what was it Mm -mm. called? Ah, I had a jacket. And it was all the rage at this time. And I went to uh, a men's store called London Fog. And I bought it. And I hated it. It itched.
1: Oh, it wasn't lined correctly. Camel hair. Oh, no. Camel hair. Did you sneeze a lot?
0: No, it wasn't actually camel hair. You sure? No. But I had it. And I didn't like it. And I never wore it. and I paid a lot. Because it's, well, you know, London Fog. All right, one more. Uh, According to billionaire investor Warren Buffett, he was asked, what is the key to a happy life? He said exactly what I've always said. Well, he said part of it. The key to a happier life to him is doing something you completely enjoy for a living and working with people that you like. Mm -hmm. You do that. And you're happy. Which, by the way, in the world of the stock market, and it's kind of a big deal, Warren Buffett, who is the biggest investor out there, has been sitting on cash. He's not, he's in the, the market some, but not like usual. He's sitting on cash right now.
1: I don't know what that means, honey.
0: It means he's not investing, oh. which everybody has to look at and go, the biggest investor in the world isn't investing, which makes everybody go, maybe I shouldn't be.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Sit on cash. All right, let me just do this one. I'd
1: like to sit on some
0: cash. (laughs) I won't say that. (laughs) It says, starting this year, all of you in LA, listen, I don't think any of you can afford this, but, but listen, starting this year in Southern California, residents with a long commute can choose to skip the traffic and fly to work thanks to a new company offering daily commuter airplane service. The company is called float which stands for fly over all traffic and offers memberships that cost 1250 a month Whoa. for flights five days a week so it's an option but obviously it's still going to be this they're going to have various takeoff airports if you will so you drive to the airport You get in the vehicle. It flies you to another airport. You get in another vehicle to get to work. Hmm. It's going to be like a train, only it's air. I got to say, in L.A., I'd figure it out.
1: That's a lot of
0: money. It's a ton of money. But that traffic can fuck itself.
1: Mm, Yeah, it's a lot of traffic. Holy crap.
0: All right. Let's get in. Let me get to the right page. Let's get into this.
2: Ooh. All right.
1: Okay. On one uh, January second, Lisa Owen turned forty-seven. Carol Osworth, who is a ten-year breast cancer-free warrior, woohoo! Turned yeah. sixty-eight. Ready to go on one nine. Okay, baby, you're gonna have to help me with this pronunciation. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, we're still gonna fuck it up. C H A E.
0: C H A E. Che.
1: Che. Che. Luck.
0: Or it could be Shay.
1: Shay Luck. Turn twenty-nine. Jesus. One ten. That's today. Heidi's turning 57 and Darla Lee is turning 55. On 112, Sarah Feliciano.
0: I'm not sure if that's right either. Feliciano.
1: Feliciano turned 58. And on 113, Nurse Allison of Pasadena is turning 55.
0: Nobody's in their 60s. I'm the oldest fucking guy. All
1: right, let's go back. Carol, the 10-year breast cancer-free warrior... Turned 68.
0: Oh, shit. You're the <laughs> oldest in the room.
1: <laughs> she deserves to be the oldest in yes, the room. Yes, she
0: does. Well done.
1: And that's, that's it. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I can't do it because the Shay or Che or that's going to, that's going to, you're going to have to pause it.
0: All right. You ready? Yes.
1: Lisa Carroll. Shay, Heidi, Darla, Sarah, and Allison. <laughs> <laughs> and I, st- I still fucked up the name. I... Shay, Hey, Shay. Okay. All
0: right. So next week, we'll get what we didn't get. Which uh, is
1: the cult classics.
0: It is. Movies that were bombs at the box office, but found an audience, and they're now cult, cult favorites. We'll get into that. Beyond that, I got no fucking idea.
1: Hey, I just wanted to tell everybody, it is a full moon tonight. It's called the Wolf Moon, and it'll be full at 10.23 p.m.
0: Um, so, Linda is pretty active in the social media world with Twitter.
1: Not really, but yeah.
0: Instagram
1: Instagram and I love Instagram
0: so you're not even on Twitter much anymore or Facebook
1: uh, not on Twitter a lot
0: so if they want to follow you where do they follow you
1: at Lake Norman Linda
0: Norman, Linda. Everybody go. Have yourself a grand weekend. If you're into football, it's mm-hmm. it's just the best. Yep. Uh we will check you back in here next Friday. Enjoy and have a happy new year.
1: Bye y'all.
2: I want to get it in my mouth. I want to get it in my mouth.